This week on Foamcast Radio, Hasbro is leaking new blasters all over us, and the interns in charge of naming them have blown it again. The Atomic Dart League is bringing in younger players, your Requisition Recon and Battlespace Intel is awaiting your acknowledgement, and the captain himself is in the war room to catch us up on the latest developments at his base of operations. Listen up and load up. It's time for the biggest podcast in the world dedicated to foam blaster toys. News, reviews, events, and more. And now, recording from the broadcast bunker, it's Ben Anderson, the host of Foamcast Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. No new Foam Patrol shout-out, but you can join the Foam Patrol and get your own shout-out by going to foamcastradio.com slash merch and buying a Foam Patrol shirt. Let's get straight into this week's Stratcom. First up, a German toy site has leaked the names of two new Nerf Alpha Strike blasters. You remember the Alpha Strike line that featured blasters named after animals? Like the Cobra, the Lynx, the Tiger, and the Wolf. And a couple of blasters that weren't named after animals, but they were sort of animal-related. The Stinger and the Fang. Well, we've got two new entries to the Alpha Strike catalog, neither of which is named after an animal or is animal-related in any way. We've got the Flight, spelled with a Y, and the Hammerstorm. Good job, Hasbro Naming Department. The Flight is a 10-dart magazine-fed blaster. It's likely flywheel-powered, and you might have seen something claiming to be a picture of it floating around online, but that image is actually a fan concept. We don't have an official image of this blaster yet. It should sell for about $25 US dollars. The Hammerstorm, on the other hand, is an 8-shot cylinder-fed blaster. It's likely to be hammer-primed and should sell for about $20 US dollars. We don't know the release dates on either of these blasters, but those prices do seem a little steep for blasters in the Alpha Strike line. Next up, Hasbro has released a couple of new blasters on Hasbro Pulse. The Nerf Fortnite SMG is a semi-auto flywheel blaster, most likely a Strife reshell, that includes a unique six-dart magazine. It's available for pre-order for $33 US dollars, and it should start shipping in January of 2020. Also, we have the Nerf rival Kronos Deadpool Chimichanga Edition, which Hasbro revealed previously. It's really just a Kronos repaint that includes a foam Chimichanga throwable in the package. It's available right now over on Hasbro Pulse for $35 US dollars. One more Stratcom item. The Atomic Dart League has announced Neutron Class games. These will be events targeted toward younger players, ages 8 to 12, and they'll use the same rule set as the Ion Rush games. The Neutron class will impose a 130 FPS cap, and it will have the same 5-game season as the rest of the ADL. I'll have more information about the Neutron class games in a future interview, so stay tuned. Foamcast Radio is supported by SM Enterprises. If you're like me, the first thing you do when you get a new blaster is open it up and start modding it. But what if you didn't have to? My friends at SM Enterprises are professional blaster modders with the equipment and experience necessary to provide premium quality, high performance modded blasters at reasonable prices. Their highly rated online store offers many of the most popular blasters in a variety of configurations. Or, if you prefer doing the upgrades yourself, they also offer great modding components, like pre-cut K26 springs, spring spacers, tools, and more. They even have a variety of ammo types to choose from. 
And for a limited time, SM Enterprises is offering my listeners an exclusive discount. Order now and use coupon code FOAMCAST to get 10% off your entire order. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to FOAMCAST Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. That's foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. Thanks to SM Enterprises for supporting FOAMCAST Radio. All right, everybody, time for this week's Requisition Recon. Amazon has the Nerf and Strike Sharpfire, originally $16 US dollars, marked down to 8 And you can get it for the same price over at Target. The Nerf AccuStrike Quadrant, originally $10 US dollars, is marked down to just 7 at both Amazon and Walmart. Amazon has the Nerf Zombie Strike Quadrot, originally $10 US dollars, marked down to 7 And the Nerf Zombie Strike Nailbiter, originally $20 US dollars, marked down to 12 the Nerf Zombie Strike Scavenger, originally $50 US dollars, is marked down to 28 at both Amazon and Walmart. And the Nerf Zombie Strike Revoltinator, originally $50 US dollars, is also marked down to 28 US dollars at both Amazon and Walmart. Amazon has the Nerf Rebel Mission Central Application Rail Mount, originally $15 US dollars, marked down to 8. And the Nerf Fortnite SPL, originally $20 US dollars, marked down to 15. You can get the Nerf Mega Megalodon, originally $40 US dollars, marked down to $30 US dollars at both Amazon and Walmart. Walmart has the Nerf N-Strike Elite Battle Camo Split Strike on sale from $20 US dollars down to 15, and the Nerf N-Strike Elite Battle Camo Rough Cut, originally $25 US dollars, marked down to 15. You can pick up the Nerf Modulus Long Range Upgrade Kit, originally $10 US dollars, on sale for $5 US dollars at Walmart. They also have the Nerf AccuStrike Alpha Hawk, originally $30 US dollars, marked down to 19, and the Nerf AccuStrike AccuTrooper, originally $40 US dollars, marked down to 25. You can get the Blue Nerf Rival Hypnos, originally $50 US dollars, on sale for $28 at Walmart, and Walmart has the Nerf Rival Hera, originally $42 US dollars, marked down to $25. They also have the Walmart exclusive Nerf Mega Cyclone Shock, originally $25 US dollars, marked down to $15. The Nerf Mega AccuStrike Bulldog, originally $20 US dollars, is marked down to $12 at Walmart, and they have the Nerf Laser Ops Pro Alpha Point, originally $26 US dollars, marked down to $13. Target has the Nerf Icon Series Mag Strike, originally $40 US dollars, on sale for $30, and they also have the Nerf Fortnite TS, originally $40 US dollars, marked down to $30 at Target. I've got a few coupon codes here for you. If you make a purchase from SM Enterprises, use the coupon code FOAMCAST to get 10% off. And if you make a purchase from Flux Sunglasses, use the coupon code FLUXCAST10 for 10% off. If you purchase the game Bad Aim on Amazon, use the coupon code 5FOAMCAST to get 5% off. This coupon expires Christmas Day, so don't wait. You might have noticed some video reviews from both Captain Xavier and Drac recently on this game. They both gave the game positive reviews. So once again, the coupon code is 5FOAMCAST to get 5% off on Amazon before Christmas. Don't forget to join my Facebook fan group at Foamcast Radio Fans, where I post giveaways from all the different blaster manufacturers and modding companies. Alright, let's get into this weekend's Battlespace Intel. On Friday, November 22nd, the Garden State Nerf Squad is having their mod and loadout workshop in Paramus, New Jersey. Then on Saturday, November 23rd, the Carolina Nerf Association is having their Darts at the Park and Rival League event in Burlington, North Carolina. The Greenville Area Nerf Club is having their inaugural event in Greenville, South Carolina. The North Central Florida Nerf Club is having their event number 29 in McClenny, Florida. The Richmond Nerf Club is having their war number 13 in Richmond, Virginia. 
HVZ Kentuckiana is having their November 2019 event in New Albany, Indiana, and Project My Neighborhood is having their Toys for Tots battle in Middleton, Wisconsin. Then on Sunday, November 24th, Corpus Christi Joker is having his Darts in the Park Thanksgiving Edition event in Corpus Christi, Texas. Big thanks to everyone who submitted their events. To make sure your event gets mentioned on the podcast, visit foamcastradio.com slash intel. Foamcast Radio is supported by LifeAid. When I get out on the foam battlefield, I ask a lot of my body. Both my muscles and my mind get pushed to their absolute limits. That's why I depend on the nutrients and natural ingredients of LifeAid beverages to boost my performance both on and off the battlefield. Whether it's FocusAid to help me keep a clear head in the midst of the chaos, FitAid to help me recover after a skirmish, or PartyAid to rehydrate after a long day of combat, I know I can count on the all-natural ingredients of LifeAid beverages to keep me going. For a limited time, LifeAid is offering my listeners an exclusive discount of $20 off your first purchase of a 24-pack. Stop filling your body with energy drinks packed with artificial colors, flavors, and sweeteners that will dehydrate you and leave you feeling drained. Try the delicious and healthy LifeAid beverages today. Order a 24-pack of LifeAid right now and get $20 off. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to Foamcast Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash LifeAid. That's foamcastradio.com slash L-I-F-E-A-I-D. Thanks to LifeAid for supporting Foamcast Radio. Hey everybody, it's time for another counterintelligence contest. This week I'm giving away a Kronos door delete and pre-cut K26 spring provided by my sponsor SM Enterprises. To enter, go to foamcastradio.com win and enter the keyword SM Enterprises. You should also look up SM Enterprises on Etsy and favorite the shop. Stay tuned for more giveaways, and if you have something you'd like to give away to one of my listeners, send me an email at info at foamcastradio.com. All right, everybody, this week I'm really excited to be talking once again to Chelo Lorino, also known as Captain Xavier. He's a YouTuber and the founder and leader of The Captain's Crew and The Crew Auxiliary. Chelo, how you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you and catch up a little bit on the topic that we talked about last time, which was your Nerf Makerspace. Uh, if people haven't heard that, uh, they can go listen to episode 18, A Space for Nerf, where we talked about that. But really quickly for people who maybe don't know as much about you or haven't listened to the previous interview, can you give a brief recap of how you actually got into the blaster hobby in the first place? Yeah, so I was going to the University of Idaho, where I got my degree in computer science, and the last semester that I was there, they finally started uh, doing humans versus zombies at the University of Idaho. And I unfortunately missed the last game. They'd already started it before I heard about it. So we ended up coming back after I'd graduated as NPCs to help run the game and add flavor and, and all of that. And so that's how I first got into Nerf, and then it very much escalated from there. We ended up doing the same kind of NPC work at the uh, WSU's Humans vs. Zombies, which was just in Pullman, which was eight miles away. We did that for a couple of years. And then when I finally moved out west for work, some friends of mine from WSU invited me to the local Nerf war that was being held that uh, Walcom S7 was going to be at. And he saw me in my full ridiculous loadout, which was absolutely absurd at the time. And he did a video on it. And the next thing I knew, I had 750 subscribers on a YouTube channel I'd never posted a video on. And then it just snowballed from there. And 
here I am today, and it's wonderful. Awesome. Well, you definitely had a, a rapid rise, I think, uh, uh, once sort of being discovered by the hobby, and that's pretty awesome. Um, and then since then, you've gone on to obviously produce a, a YouTube channel with a ton of video content, um, lots of useful modding videos and, and stuff like that. Um, but then the, the other thing that you've been doing just recently is putting together this makerspace. So um, can you bring us up to speed of kind of where we left off when we did the last interview? I remember that you were still in the process of raising money. Um, and, and so where were we back at episode 18 when we talked last year? So last year, I had just come up with the idea that I wanted to do this. I knew that I wanted to buy my own property finally, you know, buy a house with land and, and a shop because I had outgrown the place that I was renting at the time. And I figured rather than trying to find a rental space that would have the, the room that I needed, might as well just go ahead and finally take that leap to being a homeowner and buy a place. But that's very expensive or so I, I thought it was going to be extremely expensive to get into a place. So I'd made plans. So, you know, this is how much I thought I was going to need for a down payment. And this is how long I figured it was going to take me. I figured it would take at least two years or, or probably at least a year and a half. Uh, so I reached out to my, you know, subscribers and all and said, hey, if any of you are interested in helping me do this, here's ways that you could help me with that. And a number of people did, in fact, reach out. Some people donated far more than I ever expected them to. And like I said, I figured it was going to take at least two years. So I wasn't seriously looking at places, just kind of scoping the market and saying what is available. And a place came up that would have fit my needs and was already within my budget. So I looked into that only to discover that it wasn't actually available in the way that I wanted. But in prepping for that, I discovered that Washington State has a fantastic first-time homeowners program to help you get into your first place. And so I ended up following that route and ended up buying a place a year and a half ahead of when I thought I would. And so at this point, the makerspace is built and almost fully functional. Yeah, so I, I know that people who are keeping up with your channel have probably seen a lot already about what you've kind of put in place and, and the different things that you have there. Um, but can you kind of catch us up a little bit and sort of summarize what you've got uh, in place already and, and what progress you've made so far? Yeah, so I ended up getting the shop on my property is 36 feet by 24 feet. So it was the exact size that I was hoping for. And so I've got my personal studio area, my my workbench and all of my tools set up. But then I set up eight additional workbenches that were the same size as my old workbench. And I'm in the process of outfitting them each with a full set of tools. And I've got seven of them almost completely kitted out at this point. I'm still working on the wiring in the place. It wasn't wired for that many um, workstations. So I'm adding additional outlets and I will eventually need to get um, an electrician out there to put in a breaker box. Um, once we really start, if we start having a lot of people there all trying to run power tools at the same time, but it allows us to, to have, you know, when we do our a mod party or whatnot, everyone can have their own workspace that they're working on. Uh, eventually also I'm working on acquiring materials because I want the space to be as free as possible to the people using it. Uh, so all of the tools are already available. Uh, I'm never going to charge anyone for time in there. And I'm hoping to make as much of the materials available as possible, especially con consumable materials like solder and glue and wires and switches and things like that. If somebody wants to build you know, a full blaster, they might need to provide the blaster. But even some of those are now being made available because some of the 
various big vendors in the third-party nerf community, Foam Blast and Out of Darts and uh, Containment Crew and the like, have been donating stuff. Containment Crew just sent me a box that included eight blasters as well as all of the parts necessary to upgrade them. And that's kind of the goal is that for first people, new people into the hobby, their entire first blaster will be completely provided. Everything they need, the blaster, the wires, pretty much everything so that they can get their first taste of modding and get into the hobby and and then they'll be on their own for the most part though the space will still be available and things like solder and glue and all of that will still be available uh, but it, it's uh, the goal is to help grow the hobby and to get people into the the hobby easier because it's that first jump that first mod that can be very difficult to do if you don't know what you're doing you've never done it before you don't have the tools available it can be very daunting whereas if you have a place where you can just go and have all of that available, it'll make it a lot easier for people to get into the hobby. Well, that is definitely really awesome. I I think it'll definitely bring some people in who maybe shied away from all of that aspect of building blasters and stuff. And um, and, and some people who, quite honestly, can't uh, afford to get into it right away. Um, and so that's that's really awesome and uh, will definitely be helpful. Now, in addition to the shop, I know you have some other facilities, um, like you've got a firing range and stuff like that. Uh, can you walk us through some of the different facilities that you have there on site? Yeah, so I ended up with two and a half acres of land, including two areas of tree farms. So beautiful straight rows of trees that are all exactly the same distance apart. One of them is on a hill, so it wasn't very useful for you know trying to run events in because people would be slipping down the hill and slamming into trees. So that's where I put in a shooting range that has multiple layers of targets and multiple rows of targets that are set up that we can do competitions in. Uh, we, we did a form of four-weapon competition where you started out with your long-range blaster, then you moved on to your, a pistol, then you moved on to a flywheel blaster, and then you moved on to uh, some form of shotgun blaster. Uh, and it was timed as well as you were penalized for missing targets and stuff like that. And I want to expand that and get kind of a, a club going for that. I also have more than enough land to host my own events, especially in the larger of my two tree farms, which is um, on flat ground. And so I plan to build like mazes or CQB arenas in there that'll be different and can, walls can be shifted and uh, all sorts of really fun scenarios could be run in that. And then I have several just open fields where I plan to build a pair of forts so that we could have Battles between the two forts, capture the flag type stuff and assault the base type stuff and all of the usual w- events that we run at our at where we usually host our wars at, is at uh, a f- park called Fort Borst. Uh, and I'm hoping to shift it to here so that we not only have the freedom to do a lot more than we can do in a public park and a lot safer than you know a public park because we can use the more high powered blasters without worrying about pegging a jogger in the face and getting us thrown out of the park. Since it'll be in my own property, there's a lot of things we could do here that we couldn't do there night games and uh, whole weekend long events. Uh, I will have a bunkhouse for people who want to stay the night. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, it definitely sounds like you have a ton of potential there and a lot of awesome plans going forward. Uh, I definitely want to talk to you about the events that you're already holding and the events that you're planning on having going forward. Before we get into that, though, I've got a quick message from one of my hand-selected sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Foamcast Radio is supported by Flux Sunglasses. Whenever you're flinging foam, you need to be wearing eye protection. But shop glasses don't protect you from glare or UV rays, and most sunglasses are either too expensive for the battlefield or too cheap to hold up to punishment. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Flux Sunglasses. These stylish sunglasses are durable enough to protect you from flying foam, polarized to cut glare, UV protected, and ridiculously affordable. 
For a limited time, my listeners can visit foamcastradio.com slash flux and use the coupon code foamcast at checkout to save 15% off their already low prices. Protecting your eyes on the battlefield is important. Don't wait another day to protect yourself with the only brand of eyewear I trust when I'm out on the field. Visit foamcastradio.com slash flux right now and don't forget to use the coupon code FOAMCAST to save 15% off your entire order. Thanks to Flux Sunglasses for being the official eyewear of Foamcast Radio. All right, everybody, we are back with Chelo Lorino talking a little bit about his Nerf Maker Space. Now, uh, a little bit ago, you were talking about some of the different facilities that you've got and things you've got set up and plans going forward. Um, I, I noticed on your YouTube channel, you've uploaded some videos lately at the Maker Space. Um, are you holding regular events or are these just sort of sporadically scheduled? So far, these have been sporadically scheduled. I don't have the facilities set up to be able to host the wars at this place yet because I only have the one bathroom in the house. I haven't gotten the, the public bathrooms built in the bunkhouse yet. Once I get those, then I'm, I'm hoping to start shifting our major events to here. But for now, I've been hosting smaller events in the makerspace itself because it's also wet and cold here in the Pacific Northwest in winter. So most of our public wars have been kind of either canceled or been kind of dreary anyway. But I have been able to host events here here at the makerspace where people just come and hang out and work on projects and we ended up starting a a nerf grand prix of sorts because two of us ended up with uh, the the nerf pedal powered go-kart things and so they were racing those around and we had competitions with those and it was ridiculous and silly and awesome and actually kind of i'm considering now putting in a larger racetrack here on the property to be able to do even more ridiculous things with that that'll be an interesting thing to see where that goes in the future yeah that'll definitely be really cool i know uh i i played a lot of mario kart as a kid and and i know a lot of other people did and that just sounds like an absolute blast uh to try to maybe replicate some of that stuff in in real life um and then outside of the planned events is it currently possible for people to show up and use the maker space outside of those planned events absolutely that is very much what i built it for uh, and there's several local clubs like the afterworlds of the larpers from down in oregon that i've made since i've gone down to their events a couple of times i've made it clear to them that if they need facilities they are welcome to come up and use it they just need to contact me you know, are you available tuesday six o'clock and since i work from home i'm pretty much always here and they would be welcome to use the space. And so have you had uh, a lot of people showing up to use it so far? Not yet. It's only been available for a couple of weeks at this point, really. Uh, and that's kind of short notice for a lot of people. And But I have had a lot of the, the local nerfers have been showing up just every once in a while. Uh, we And it generally kind of tends to turn into a larger event as soon as one person says I'm going down, three or four other people want to come down and we end up having you know just a small three or four person event going on. And it's a lot of fun. But it's not like the big formal you know, where everyone's invited and 30 people show up kind of events yet, but it will be, it'll get there. Well, that is definitely very exciting. And uh, I, I'm sure that some of my audience by now is probably thinking, you know, I would love to go to this place and check it out, maybe bring some friends with me. Um, where can they find more information about the Makerspace? Either through my YouTube channel or through, um, I, I need to get more of the information up on my, my Facebook page, my personal, my Captain Xavier Facebook page, but there also is information on the auxiliary page as well as on the Discord. You could go and find out most of that. The, the address has not been publicly posted yet because it is my house. Um, there's a few additional security things I'd like to get set up before I actually post it just to the general world. Uh, but for now, it's pretty much contact me and we can work the details out. Awesome. And you already mentioned that you've got a Facebook page and your YouTube channel, obviously. In addition, 
addition to those, are there any other places where people can find you online? No, that's pretty much it. I, I do have an Instagram and people will ping me through there. Obviously, my personal Facebook page, there aren't a whole lot of Chelo Larinos out there, so it's not hard to find me. Um, and people contact me through the my Captain Xavier Facebook page and then through Discord and through the auxiliary. I get contacted from a lot of different places. It makes it kind of hard to keep track of sometimes. I also have all of the email addresses that I can be reached at in the description of all of my YouTube videos. So there's lots of ways to get a hold of me. Awesome. Well, we will put all of those links in the show notes at foamcastradio.com so that uh, if people want to follow along, check out your content, they'll be able to find that. Uh, Chelo, before I let you go, I've got that one final question uh, that I ask everyone at the end of an interview. And I remember your answer from last time. And if it's the same answer this time, I've got a follow-up question for you. But the question is, what is your favorite blaster? Yeah, it is probably still the same as last time. Ire is still the one that's nearest and dearest to my heart. But Tear, at this point, has become my pet project. Tear being my minigun, which is kind of what really catapulted me to fame, I feel. Awesome. And I, I think probably a lot of people will immediately know which minigun you're talking about. If not, they need to check out your YouTube channel because it's in the intro to a lot of your videos. Uh, but my follow-up question about Ire, which, if people don't know, is a heavily modified uh, nerf and strike stampede. Are you considering giving it any upgrades recently now that we've seen some of the kits that are being developed and, you know, Metal Gear replacements and stuff like that now that it's come out as part of the Icon series? Absolutely. When I first built Tier, and the vast majority of the modifications I made to Tier was before I had really seriously gotten into modifying it. So I did most of it wrong, quite honestly. And I do want to do a complete overhaul. Probably, I want it to be one of my, my upcoming projects, kind of as my 100,000k subscriber build, because I want to rewire it for using LiPo instead of IMRs like I still had it. I want to get the Metal Gears in. I probably will... Um, at the very least, upgrade the spring a little bit. There's a lot of wiring in there that just needs to be completely replaced because I had no idea how to properly solder back then. Uh, the the Titan air tank has a leak in the hose somewhere. I want to get that sealed up. Yeah, there's a lot of things I want to get upgraded in, in tier or in ire. An in tier also, but that's a different project. Well, I definitely look forward to seeing those videos. Uh, I've got a couple of stampedes myself that I haven't even touched yet, and I would love to see what you do and, and kind of the path that you take on upgrading yours before I even try to tackle mine. Uh, Chelo, thank you so much for talking to me today. This has been awesome. This has been fantastic. Thank you again. All right, everybody. Before I sign off, I've got a quick action item for you. Head over to the Foamcast Radio fans group on Facebook and answer the following question. What's a game type that you haven't seen yet in Blaster Battles, but you would like to? Big thanks to SM Enterprises, Life Aid Beverages, and Flux Sunglasses for sponsoring this episode. Please support the podcast by supporting my sponsors. You can find a complete listing of all my sponsors at foamcastradio.com sponsors. I also want to thank Chelo Lorino for being my guest this week. And of course, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the battlefield. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com, where you can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Foamcast Radio the ASMR edition. This week, we'll be listening to the sound of a Nerf N-Strike recon being primed and then dry-fired repeatedly. So sit back, relax, 
allow your eyes to close and enjoy. <laughs>